Hello, welcome back to a new episode of the Starting XI Podcast. Nico Kramer joined with my usual two co-hosts, Spencer and Mattia. We've been gone for, I think, two weeks. Um, you know, we wanted to let everything kind of play out. And we were ready to come back and immediately start talking about the Champions League and the leagues. But something bigger happened, I think, as everyone knows, yesterday with the European Super League being announced. Um, 15 teams, founding teams, there may be more, but as of right now, it's 15 and then five teams will be shifting in and out of the league um, with, like, a league standing and then quarterfinals and so on. It's, details are kind of being discussed still, but they made a statement, and FIFA and UEFA have really gone against that, of course, saying that players can't play for their national teams and no World Cup and the Champions League, so on and so on. So, I mean, just to begin, what are your guys' uh, initial thoughts on this? You know, negative, positive, what are you guys thinking? Go ahead, Spencer. Uh, I just think that it's kind of disgraceful by all these chairmen. I mean, it's not really a surprise, especially from Florentino Perez, the mastermind behind this whole thing. But I think yeah. it just shows that every single fan of the club is against it. Gary Neville really summed it up perfectly by saying that all these clubs should be docked points, relegated, whatever. Uh, the Premier League, the Spanish FA, and the Italian FA can do to disband this rebellion, really. And yeah. I could not be more against the proposal. I mean, this is like, it's the bigger teams that aren't happy with the fact that they have to share money with smaller teams in the Champions League, so they want to separate themselves. And financially, of course, of course it's financially motivated. And like, it's it nobody like they're not taking into consideration all these clubs, as you said, Spencer, like Liverpool, all these clubs that were founded by the people and supported by the fans. And like, football isn't supposed to be like a business, and it's already become kind of a business in the twenty first century. And this just like puts the final mark on it. It's just really sad to see that uh, all these owners would rather prioritize financial gains over the actual ability to play the beautiful game. And it's sad to see that if this actually goes down to happen, you won't have uh, fairy tale stories like what we saw with Ajax in 2018, what we saw with Lyon last year, Leicester City. It's, it's very sad to see. And I think a lot of people refer to it as the end of football. I think it's not the end of football because it'll go on forever, but it's definitely the end of football as we know it now and it's it's pretty disgraceful honestly yeah i mean some teams that have um opted out so far as Bayern, psg Dortmund, porto um teams are still being offered spots though in replace fender yeah. most recent teams have been offered a spot not sure if they're going to accept it or not but um they're trying to add i think three more teams uh to, to make it yeah. what 18 so founders so yeah. basically it's 12 right now they want to add three teams, so that's 15. And then every year, you have five teams that have the possibility to qualify. So it's 20 teams at the end of the day. And then they do two groups with the top – two groups of 10. They Those guys play out games. And then the top three teams from each group go to the quarterfinals. And then the four and five seed from each group play it out for the rest – for the other two quarterfinal spots and so on. But the fact that there's no relegation is just – There's no only no relegation for the – 15,000 yeah, exactly. teams. 
But that's and, huge, though. And all, you do have to say respect to Bayern. They put out a statement yeah, like sure. 45 minutes ago saying that they will never join the Super League. And players like Herrera. Herrera spoke up. Dan, yeah. The Bruno only Fernandes player I up. know from the top five, or from the Super League teams who spoke up, Bruno Fernandez, has yeah. did something Prop. on Instagram against it. So props yeah. to him. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, overall, I, I, this has been happening, like we've been talking about for a few years now, and always kind of came up and then went went, and went away. Um, and I think the reality of things is that it's going to happen at some point in our life. I don't think it's going to happen right now. In fact, I really just think this is kind of a move from these big teams that want more stake in the, in the Champions League um, earnings, and they're not or, or when that was discussed just a few months ago, UEFA said, no, you know, we, we like to split the profits in a certain way. And teams like Madrid and Juventus and these 15 or 12, whatever founders want more. And I think this is just them um, doing this in order to get more. And I think, right, UEFA has been really hesitant and pushing back on this. And so I'm sure they're going to go back and have another meeting. And then sadly, the clubs are going to, eventually win because that's the only way that this can really be resolved. Otherwise, I don't think UEFA has a, has a choice um, down the line. But, you know, at least it's not what I was originally thinking it was where all the teams are going to leave the domestic cups. I mean, that would have been pretty insane. Um, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I mean, they're going to get – They're going to get – No, well, here's – I mean, the reality is that I, I don't think we'll ever get to the point where um, – this is like they're actually going to start playing these games, at least not for a while. Um, and if it did happen, you know, I mean, they said they want to start like La Liga. Also, this is very interesting. Well, August 2023, 20, 24, 30, at the earliest. 13 minutes ago, one of the chairmen of the UEFA board uh, said that the clubs are going out, and I expect that to happen this Friday. So the clubs involved in the Super League will be expelled from European competitions yeah. this Friday which includes Real Madrid, Chelsea, and Manchester City. And so that might mean PSG win the Champions League by default. Wow. Yeah. I mean, again, if, if, if they were kicked out, you know. First Champions League. Yeah. That would be pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, over time, leagues like La Liga and Serie A and stuff, they'll, they'll just be forced to integrate um, Madrid and Barca and Atletico and the other three from, from, the, from the Serie A back in. Teams are going to survive. Those teams are going to prioritize all their players on the midweek games, so the domestic leagues for them won't even matter. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, I mean, it's, they can finish bottom of the league relic and get relegated, and it still wouldn't matter. So well, that wouldn't happen. But, but still, I'm, like, yeah. I mean, theoretically, all those teams, the seats, B teams, are still going to be fine to stay above relegation in Serie A. But look, look. I mean, I think I do. I really just think it's a big game of poker. Um. You know, you have this group of teams that want more money. UEFA doesn't want to give them more money, so they're going to have this whole Super League idea. And if UEFA doesn't compromise, and I'm sure they'll go ahead with it, um, but I do think UEFA is going to be forced to, at least down the line, have to compromise. And we've seen that today with the decision of UEFA changing the way the Champions League is going I to mean, be I mean, that was made up. that was already planned. That was a planned yeah. announcement, right? Which right. is and why so, they announced the Super League yesterday. Right, and so I'm sure they're going to have to go back on that now and, and, and fix it because, again, UEFA is going to be forced to, to do it with their hands. You can't 
they can't compete with the clubs that are the biggest clubs in the world. Um, and look, it sucks. I think everyone, I don't know anyone that likes it. I guess Jackson, some people, yeah, Jackson likes it. But overall, it's a pretty negative viewing. And we'll have to see where it goes. I, mean, I think it's really interesting because this is going to have, you know, updates throughout the next few days and so on. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I mean, what's going to be pretty great? I think the Champions League UEFA wanted to, like, already was planning on expanding the Champions League as it is now and, like, integrating more teams so that they can play more games and get more revenue. So I don't really see... I think the format that the Super League is get, taking is similar to what UEFA wanted to do with the Champions League, but it would still be, like, top four. You need to get top four in your league to qualify for the Champions League and so on. So I think this is just greediness from the owners who I mean don't want to share uh, money and the format was something that UEFA was already planning to do I think so yeah only financial only right yeah I mean that's that's just that's how these big clubs that's how you know the world works these days you know it's all about financial um, means and, and profit and stuff and that's that is pretty sad. I think Spencer, you're right. Gary Neville, what he said was very, um, very, very true. And there's been other players that have spoken up against it, 100. And there will be more for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens, but I'm also nervous at the prospect of this ever actually becoming a reality. There's been a lot yeah. of drama. Like the president of FIFA was like called out Agnelli, the Juventus president, for being a snake. And apparently, like, the president of FIFA is actually Agnelli's daughter's godfather. So, they're very close. <laughs> and out of nowhere, he's calling him a snake. Oh, I mean, out and, of nowhere. So, no, I mean, like, they were on good terms, obviously, before. But now, it's just... So, it's 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 good to see the... And it's also good to see, like, the football world uniting over one yeah. problem and trying to fight against it. And I don't... I don't know mm. if... This will be true, but I think that a lot of them will protest if this actually happens. But a lot of fans will protest and I, like not buy tickets and stuff. I personally am very interested to see what happens in the Liverpool Leeds game because that, of course, is happening later today, and that's going to be the first game with one of these Super League teams. And I just want to see if there's going to be any protest, especially from. Jurgen Klopp, who in the past has spoke out against oh, yeah. the Super League very strongly, and I'm just wondering if he's going to do anything against it, because you have to say all the players from these top or top 12 clubs have been very silent about this whole thing. Yeah. Pavard just came out yeah. on Instagram against it. I mean... Right now. Pavard played for Bayern, yeah, though, and exactly. they already they're already announced I mean, what, that they as won't a do player it. of the team. What can you really do about it? I think the rest they don't know a lot about it. Like I mean, we don't know anything about it. They don't know anything about it. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> Real Betis have just removed the three Super League clubs from the website's table, and now they are in the top four and. Are in the Champions League spots. Yeah, I mean, Betis, 
that he's West Ham in the Champions League next year would be pretty interesting. Right now in La Liga, um, it would be Sevilla, Villarreal, Betis, and Sociedad. That's not pretty. I mean, the usual Europa League suspects into the Champions League would be kind of fun. Sevilla's um, walking. But yeah, I mean, Sevilla's would, walking. Would, would, Real Madrid's, would Real Madrid's 13 Champions League lose value now? Because kids in 30 years are going to be like, oh. What's Real Madrid? <laughs> kids in 30 years are going to be like, what's the Champions League? Well, yeah, again, I don't. It's hard. It's really hard to imagine that ever, like, it ever becoming a reality again. Because kids, I, I, I saw a lot of posts about this. Like, kids in the future are going to be like, oh, Ronaldo and Messi scored yeah. when they played against farmer teams, not in the Super not League. Super League. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll give you guys updated on that in future episodes. There's going to be a lot of updates, I'm sure. So we'll definitely have to touch on this when we do the um, leagues. We'll, we'll come back to this for a little bit. But I think we do want to shift over to the Champions League. We'll make this episode kind of short before, again, we hit on the leagues because we've missed quite a few weeks and there's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. Um, but we'll hit on the Champions League. So, again, this was a little bit ago, but, you know, games haven't been played yet. I mean, who knows if they will be played at this point. But as of right now, uh, Real Madrid knocked out Liverpool and Man City knocked out Dortmund. Um, Porto beat Chelsea in the second leg, but Chelsea goes through. And Bayern uh, beat PSG in the second leg, but PSG goes through as well. So, Spencer, I mean, what happened with Liverpool? You're talking a lot, but <laughs> what, what, what went wrong for Liverpool? I mean, I think the first leg was just the terrible performance and the second leg, a lot of times, like in the Liverpool-Barcelona game, when you're watching that, you think, oh, something's happening, but you never really got the sense from the first minute when Salah missed that chance. If he had scored that, I think it could have been a different game. But as soon as he missed it, you could kind of tell that this wasn't going to be Liverpool's tonight. And there wasn't really a moment during that game where I was like, oh, the comeback's on. It just... While they did have chances, you just never really thought they were going to go through. And I personally was very disappointed in the lack of fight, almost, from the team. Yeah, I mean, that first leg, I have to be honest with you, that's one of the worst uh, performances I've seen from Liverpool in a while. Um, it was in, this, in that first half, especially. And the first half was, was really rough. No, not for me. You know, for me, it was great. But... For, for I think Liverpool fans, that was a really rough first half in that first leg because it was it was pretty bad. Um, and one thing that I did say coming into this game, which was going to be key, was Vinicius against Trayvon and Arnold. I think we've seen that um, the big teams targeting him. That's just kind of the reality. I mean, um, in the second leg, you yeah. have to say Trent played very right. Well, Trent was, it, was arguably Madrid are playing I mean, a different Trent game. Trent was obviously uh, arguably Liverpool's best player in the second leg. Right. When when Madrid aren't attacking, Trent will look great. Um, and Trent again, I just really I still believe Trent should move up like a, a physical from a right back to something else. Center mid, um, like center mid, right winger maybe. Yeah, something. I mean, just because he's amazing offensively, but defensively he's. I mean, you see a lot of those right backs and left backs these days. It's very common. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. So I mean, as a Madrid fan, I'm I was really excited for both legs. First leg was dominant, and the second leg I like to see Eddie Militao and Nacho um really hold hold it down in the back with Courtois, and 
yeah, I mean, I, I think Real Madrid will be a threat going forward, and we'll talk about that. And I guess we'll talk about who they're going to play against, which is Chelsea. But, yeah, I mean, Chelsea, you know, 2-1, it wasn't some big goal fest or anything, no. but they do get the job done. What do, what do you think of Chelsea moving forward? Well, I mean, it's only 2-1 because of a spectacular goal at the last right. minute. So, really, it's a 2-0 win for Chelsea. Um, a little underwhelming because of the fact, like, Porto, it's Porto, so they're expected to go through. They're expected to blow out a team like that, even though Porto beat Juve. Nobody was expecting Porto to beat Chelsea, and Chelsea got the job done. Uh, but I think after watching Real Madrid, especially in the first leg, the second leg I didn't watch as much. I think Real Madrid this year, if all their players can stay healthy, of course, with Ramos and Veron, um, they're definitely one of the better teams in the world, and I think they're better than Chelsea. And just because defensively they've been very good, and the, that center midfield is just phenomenal. And I think when you have the best center midfield in the world or the best midfield in the world, then you're at an advantage in any case. So I think I have Real Madrid going through to the final with Zidane. He has the experience. That team has experience more than Chelsea does. And I don't see Timo Werner getting past Ramos and Varane anytime soon. No. Yeah. I mean, I think, I you know, Chelsea, it was a little bit underwhelming. I thought that first leg, I thought Porto could have actually gotten a goal or two. Mm-hmm. It really messed up offensively, and it gave Chelsea a second goal in that game. Um, really stupid mistake. So, but overall, Chelsea were the better team. Of course, I was expecting them to go through. Um, and I guess we'll get into the semifinal in a second. We'll shift over to the – I think the biggest game has to be said was PSG and Bayern. Oh, yeah. Okay, phenomenal Spencer, game, by the way. let me ask – phenomenal game, 100%. Spencer, let me ask you a simple question, though. With Lewandowski and that team, does Bayern – 100%. Play? I mean, I think – it was more evident in the first leg than the second because in yeah. the second PSG also could have had several goals, but in the first leg, I think Bayern were, I wouldn't say dominant, but they definitely deserve to win dominant. that. I mean, dominant, but PSG did still have several chances, but I mean, mm. thirty-one shots to six just kind of yeah. sums it up and with Lewandowski, or even if Navas didn't have an unbelievable performance, I think it could have been a very, very different result. Yeah. I mean, I think I have to agree with you. I think, honestly, I thought Eric Trupomoting did well um, with the chances he got. I'm serious. But, um, you know, with Lewandowski there, he would have had you know, a hat-trick in the first leg, I'm sure, and, and probably a few, few more in the second leg. I think it is fair, though, that PSG – you know, Neymar really should have scored um, in that second leg, hitting the post, what was it, twice, yeah. and missing a breakaway was pretty bad finishing from him. I mean, Matteo, what, what were your thoughts on this? PSG got through. I think that's all that really matters, right? Yeah, I'm super happy that, that they got through. The second game was just so fucking anxious to watch. Like, I was so stressed, especially the second half. PSG was, went back a little bit, and the last 10 minutes were just awful, but I definitely agree with you that if Lewandowski played this this both games, even the first game, I think, only the first game, Bayern would have gone through and by a long shot. Eric Chupomotank is not a good player. Like, I don't know how he's in that position right now. He's but... the best agent in the world. <laughs> yeah. But um, 
because I want like in the second game he played very poorly apart from the goal which was handed to him. He played he didn't play a very good game and Lewandowski just the best player in the world. So when you're missing that, of course, it's gonna weigh a lot onto onto you. But I think PSG played played very well and especially Neymar and Mbappe and Di Maria. That attacking is always a threat. You have to shout out Lucas Hernandez who played an excellent defensive game, but there's only so much you can do. PSG was much more threatening in the second game than the first one. Um, and that's why I'd like to favor them against Man City, especially after what we saw Man City against Dortmund. Uh, but we can talk about that later. Those are my thoughts on the PSG game. Right. And, and we did see, of course, um, Hansi Flick will be leaving Dortmund at yeah. the, or, or sorry, Bayern at the end of the season. Um, but again, we'll get to that in the next episode. And of course, the last quarterfinal was Dortmund and Man City. Um, you know, Dortmund went up one zero, which would have put them through two two on away goals. Um, fifteenth minute, and Jude Bellingham with a goal. Yeah. But then they give away a horrible, horrible penalty, and then Foden finishes the deal. I mean, Spencer, you know, it was a little bit shaky. Um, from Man City. But I mean, overall, they get the job done. Was this was this you know an easy one or? What I do you mean, think? at halftime, I thought that it was on for Dortmund. Yeah. But then a yeah. very, I think a very soft penalty for Mares yeah. changed the game, and Dortmund really never recovered. But I think the defining moment where the ninety second minute winner of the first leg and Jude Bellingham's goal just yeah. being ripped off the board for. Absolutely no reason. And, yeah, yeah, I think City definitely didn't show me that they have changed their Champions League form because I think they should have done much better against a Dortmund team with a very poor defense, you have to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think... I mean, props to Man City for containing Holland because not every team in the world can do that. And they played defensively. They played very well against uh, Holland, and they managed to contain him. And he was neutralized both games. But, yeah, it was unfortunate. The penalty, I think it's the right call because obviously it's a hand in the box, but it's soft. The folding goal was unfortunate because I believe Holland was, like, blocking the view of of the goalkeeper yeah. when Foden shot, but all props to Foden. Uh, I think overall, Man City did deserve to go through, but I I did believe for a split second that Dortmund was going to be able to do it. But I just don't think that Dortmund as a team have the quality to be a Champions League semifinal team. And so already the quarterfinal, yeah, the game that they played, it shows, I think that's pretty much the limit that they have with the squad that they have right now. Of course, you can say Sancho would have changed the game, but... I don't think the squad is quite ready for the levels that some people like the level of a Champions League semifinal, for example. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with you. I think overall the better team went through, but it is true that I think City got pretty lucky in a few scenarios um, over this over this uh, draw. So it doesn't really matter though for them because they're going through, which leaves us with a semifinal of Real Madrid and Chelsea on one side and PSG and Man City on mm-hmm. the other. Matia, let me get your predictions for both. I mean, what, what do you think is going to be the final? I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be PSG, Real Madrid. Hopefully. Okay. That's what I hope. It's meant for you? Mm, 
I think it's also going to be PSG Real Madrid. Dang. Watch it be Chelsea and Man City. I mean, I think that's definitely yeah. a possibility. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I, I do think Real Madrid will go through. You know, how can you really test that midfield right now in the Champions League? It's 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 really hard. Um, and on the other side, I seriously don't know. I'm gonna go with PSG, just because I think you know it's Man City and and you know the Champions League exit is bound to happen. But yeah, it's gonna be super close. And for the final, so I mean that is I think that leads all of us right with round with the yeah. PSG final. Um, who I mean, Spencer? Who who's gonna win it? Early prediction. Um, I think it could go either way, but <laughs> gonna say Madrid. <laughs> let's jinx it. Let's let's jinx you. it. Yeah, it's gonna be easy win for Madrid, bro. Easy six zero. I mean, I think PSG are the yeah. better team for sure, but I just think Madrid in finals. I think Madrid are the better team, to... honestly. No, you don't. Like on the midfield, midfield and center <laughs> no, mid, mid, midfield and defense is better. But I mean, yeah, goalkeeper is about the same. And the, the difference attack. between a PSG or a Neymar, Mbappe, Di Maria front three, then yeah. Vinicius, Benzema, Asensio is massive. Well, I think one thing that for any Madrid fan, including myself, and this is super, super hopeful and most likely will not happen. Eden Hazard has been back in training. I know you guys have probably forgotten about Eden Hazard, so so did I. Um, he's been back in a full training. So, you know, if there's one chance in which he really wants to resurrect his career, because it's, you know, even it's really game? nothing right now, i got to be honest with you. It is right now in the semifinals against his old club, um, Chelsea. This is like the redeeming moment. And if he doesn't, if he's not able to play, of course, that's one thing. But if he does play and doesn't really do anything again, um, I don't know. I might be calling an end to his Madrid uh, career, I have to be honest with you. But, yeah, I'm with I'm with you guys. I mean, I think the final, it, assuming it goes the way we plan, could go either way. But I, I guess I have to take Real Madrid at that point because Real Madrid in the Champions League final with the squad, I think the experience is just off the charts. Um, and yeah, I, I take I take Madrid maybe in a two one one zero. I'm not so sure, but we'll see when we get there. Of course, semifinals uh, April twenty seventh, the first one Madrid and Chelsea, and then the twenty eighth um, for the first legs. Okay, so anything else, boys? I mean, anything else you guys want to touch on before we before we uh, end this episode uh, I mean, again? We'll do the Mourinho, next episode this Trigger morning. Ah, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. let's do Mourinho. Oh, sure. I... oh sorry. Sorry, never mind. I just saw something that was a misleading headline. But uh, Mourinho this morning got fired by Tottenham. And I think it was very interesting timing the day after the Super League got announced, as well as being six days before a cup final for them. So Mm -hmm. I think that was very interesting news to wake up to. I mean... Assuming it doesn't have anything to do with the Super League, I don't even know. Uh, I think this is justifiable. Maybe not at the moment. You could have done it next week, but honestly, it's what has he really done as a Spurs manager to justify him staying in that seat next year? And you've given him time, and he hasn't. I mean, I think him. I think we were all in agreement when they hired him. That didn't really make any sense. Um, 
Mourinho at Tottenham. It just, you know, Tottenham don't like to spend money. Mourinho needs certain players for his stubborn and and only way to play defensive mindset, whatever. Tottenham don't have those players. So it didn't make sense from the beginning. Uh, but I agree with you guys. I mean, you know, if there's one game in which you kind of want Mourinho, uh, you know, is a, is a final. Um, so why would you fire him a week before that? That makes no sense. And I think, to be honest, I don't think Tottenham had a chance before that. But now I don't, now I don't think it's even possible that they really struggle or, or, or give a fight against City. Um, what do you guys yeah. I mean, he got 30 million euros from getting yeah. fired, which is insane. I, I think from all of his sackings, he's gotten like 90 million plus, which yeah. is just insane. But what do you I guys mean, see I think, fitting in? Or, I mean, one thing, I think that the 30 million, I don't know if Daniel Levy would have paid it if he hadn't have known that this Super League revenue oh, is yeah. coming in. So I think that probably had <laughs> something to do with it. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, I, to what you were saying, I don't know where I can see Mourinho getting another job because, no because this Tottenham stay was, you have to say, a failure. Yeah. And at one point it did look promising earlier this year when they were first in the league and then it all just kind of fell apart. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when he originally came, you know, like, Deli Alley looked, you know, amazing again. I don't even remember. What, where is Deli Alley now? I haven't seen him forever. They got in a fight, um, I think. And, oh, of course. You know, Harry Kane, at this point, you got to be honest with yourselves. Why is Harry Kane still at Tottenham? Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense to me why second best striker or one of the best strikers in the world is still at Tottenham. I, it just makes no sense. I think he's going to leave. So, at Tottenham next season, I don't really have any optimism. Um, for them, which I think would be a Harry Kane list Tottenham, and in terms of Mourinho, I mean, who, what big, you know, top fifteen or whatever club would want to hire Mourinho right Juventus. now? I mean, you think so? I mean, I think Pirlo is. We're not. Uh, Juventus just just got rid of. <laughs> just got. Uh, no, Juventus just lost to Atalanta one 0 They are in yeah. horrible form. I mean, not horrible form, but they're just not a good team. Uh, they need some serious, serious like, just new rebuilding. They're rebuilding, yeah, I know, you know. But I, I don't know. I think give Pirlo another half half a season, see how it goes. But and I would bring Mourinho on, yeah. especially with the Super League for a rebuilding project. Yeah. Especially with the Super League. <sighs> well, with the Super League is one thing. That's true. I mean, you bring rebuild, Mourinho. I don't know if I want Mourinho at the head. Rebuild. I don't think that's would be my manager. I think Pirlo sucks. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, you start, if you fire Pirlo, right? The the options, I guess, are what Allegri again, yeah. um, Mourinho doesn't think it makes sense. So if I'm Juve, I would do everything again, in my you know, power to get Zidane to come. Yeah, I mean, now I think that would be a good hire. Um, which may mean Mourinho can go back to Real Madrid. You know, I don't know. I think Mourinho should go back to Porto. Maybe. <laughs> I think his coaching days at the top top flight might be over. Yeah. I I think it's over. Okay, well, I think that does effectively wrap yeah. up the episode. Um, we'll get into the leagues. There's been a lo- there's a lot of talk about so many tight tight, tight races. Sorry. Um, 
but that does wrap up this episode. The European Super League. We'll, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but thank you guys for listening per usual. And we'll see you guys later this week.